We are uh, week two into our Shape series, and so uh, I hope you're having a good time. Now, our memory verse tonight is right after the memory verse from last week, because this kind of goes in a series from 2 Corinthians uh, 12.4. We talked about that they are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. This week, our memory verse is 1 Corinthians 12.5 that says this, there are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. This is important, right? Because not all Christians want to do the same thing. And that's a good thing, isn't it? I mean, if every Christian wanted to just do the same act of service, then there would be a lot of things that went undone. And so God made us different. We're going to talk about that tonight, and it goes down even to a heart level. Now, we're talking about our shape for ministry, and uh, so last week, Uh, we realized that this is going to be an acronym about the different ways God made us, spiritual gifts, heart, abilities, personality, and experience. And today we're going to talk about a heart. What do you mean? It's not just the, I'm not really talking about your physical heart, although I should hope that all of you have one, right? And if that stops working, we have problems. Just as much as we have a different kind of heart. And that's our passions, our desires, right? Our interests and things like this. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And those are very much part of who you are. Now, in Scripture, we find out that our heart is really the center of our motivations. So it's talking about when it says in like Psalms, it says, love the Lord with all your heart. It's not just talking about the physical organ, because that would be weird. How do you love somebody with your physical heart? But he's talking about the center of our motivations, right? Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, mind, soul, and strength, spirit, right? That heart is talking about with our passions, our motivations, the very core of who we are. And when, when it says in Psalms, it says, serve the Lord with all of your heart. It doesn't mean that we're supposed to do like do cardio for God, right? It's we're actually supposed to go and be enthusiastic about what we're doing. We're giving them like our whole heart. I've got football players. Judd even prayed about it, right? These little kids that we're teaching to play. And if they don't play with heart, they die. And I'm not talking about if they, you know, just don't have a... a physical heart. If they don't have that, they're not going to play. But if they don't have like passion, they're not going to play. If they're just out there just going through the motions, just kind of like, oh, we do this, they're going to get run over. And I'll tell you, in ministry, it's so common that we say, I'm just going to show up and I'm not going to be passionate about what I'm doing. And we get run over by the devil all day long, don't we? I mean, if we're not passionate about where we're serving, then there's really, our motivation isn't there. We're not really in it. I, my heart is the center of my motivations. And I'll tell you, if, if we're not passionate about where we're in ministry, sometimes the problem is not that we don't have passion. It's just that we're serving in the wrong area. Like, if you are passionate about evangelism, like, it just, it just really, it, it troubles you deeply that there are people out there who still don't know who Jesus is, what he's done for them. Right? There are people that are lost, and that, that's your passion in life. I mean, you were really passionate about that. And I put you into, I don't know, a, a care ministry for the people just of the church, and you're just, there's no evangelism because all the people are Christians. You're going to be, you'll be there, but it's going to be kind of flat. We've got to be where our passions are. And so uh, we find out that our heart is the center of our motivation. So that's how we're going to define that there. And... Uh, it says, my heart determines what I say and things I do. Matthew uh, twelve thirty four. And if you have one in your Bibles, you can even look that verse up if you want to. But it says this, for the mouth speaks out of what the heart is full of. Jesus says this. And it's a great thing. So my heart determines a lot of things. The first thing is what I say and, and, and the things that I do. 
If you want to know what you're passionate about, look at what you talk about. Right? When, what are, when you have a chance to chat with somebody about anything, what is it that you're drawn to? That will give you a clue as to where your heart is. But it also can give you a clue as to the health of your heart because maybe your heart is speaking things that you don't want it to be. And you can say, that's why. I'm pa- I've got passions in there. That, but my heart determines what I say and things I do. Next thing this would do is my heart determines why I feel the way I do. Hebrews 4.12 says this, the word of God is alive and active, sharper than double-edged sword. It penetrates even dividing soul and spirit, right? And it even goes to, it judges my, my thoughts and the attitudes of my heart. That's what it's talking about. God's word can get right down in there and your heart has attitudes. Who knew? And that's what it's talking about. It's the way I feel about things. If I have somebody that I'm uh, judgmental against, right? I have an attitude of the heart against them, right? Or if I feel compassion towards somebody, I have an attitude of the heart towards them, right? If there is something that just gets me fired up, right? I'm like angry about something, right? I have an attitude of the heart towards that. And that may be good or bad because remember, God sometimes gets fired up about things. And so our heart really helps us where our heart is, our passion. That helps us know what our, uh, it describes why I feel the way that I do. So if you ever wondered, why do I feel like this about these things? Well, it's because of your heart. Next thing that we find is our heart determines is the way that I act the way that I do. Proverbs 4.23 says, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. I, I think I put that in your notes, but you want to write, these are good verses. You want to get down. I even wrote them there on the board, right? Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from them. That means you act the way you do because of the way, the, the way that your heart is. So look at where you spend your time. What do you spend your time doing? When you can choose to do anything, what is it? That'll give you an indication of the state of your heart. Now, something interesting about our hearts is that, uh, is that uh, they can either be healthy or not healthy, right? Everybody's heart can be in a good place or you can have bad heart health. And so you can have passions, but let's say you have a sick heart, Right? Jesus said that out of my, the mouth flows the things from my heart. What if I'm just talking about really nasty things all the time or I'm just really angry or I'm the wrong people or I'm very hateful? That means that it's not that the passion is wrong. It means that there's a deeper uh, sickness in my heart. And that's the cool thing about God is he can heal that. Once we go to him and we're saved, we have God's Holy Spirit working in us, we need to be obedient to that, and he begins to cleanse and to change those motivations. That's what the God's Word also does. It divides that and helps us figure out those motivations and helps us show those things. And so if our heart is selfish, if I look at my life and the things that I talk about are me, and the things that that I I, I really am passionate about, things that just directly influence my life, and, and if I look at, at the things that I do, if I can just spend my, my time, my attitudes, if, if it's all about what just betters me, then I've got a very selfish heart. And that lets me know, hey, God's got to do a work here. I'm not, I mean, I need to be in ministry because I need to start <laughs> having that change. I've got to allow God to change me. But, you know, there are other things. You can have a very healthy heart. Uh, if you find that maybe you get angry, but you get angry about social injustice, you see people getting, you know, robbed in life and, and it bothers you deeply. And you say, you know, this is not okay and you want to stand up for the weak. Or maybe y- you find that you have a heart for the sick and, 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 and you care for them and you want to see them okay. Or maybe you have a heart for truth and you just are very passionate that God's word is taught 
correctly, right? And that people understand what is really there. You have a passion. For, those are all very good things. So the first thing we look at in our life is we've got to make sure that we have to adjust, is my heart healthy or not? So we've got to determine uh, what, what is my, how do I discover my heart for ministry? Well, the first thing we're going to do is we recognize that a healthy heart is one that beats for God. We were designed by God. We were shaped by him, right? And there was a reason. We read in Genesis that we were made by God. We were designed by him for a purpose. He told us what to do. And he said, listen, I want you to take care of all this stuff that I made. And then we messed it up. And then he still came back. And and then we uh, got to grow in him and he cares for us. And then what happens? We find the New Testament. He says, all right, I've got now other work for you. I want you to go and to, to make disciples of all different kinds of people. I want you to bring them to faith, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then I want you to teach them, help them grow in faith, teach them everything that I've, I've trained you to do. Now, this is a great thing, right? I mean, this is a great calling. And we recognize in our own life, if, if as our heart becomes more healthy, it's going to beat for the things of God. It's going to be less selfish, more selfless. It's going to be more in line with, with things that actually benefit God's kingdom. And so if you're not there yet, don't despair. Know that God's going to, he does, the Holy Spirit does a work and you just have to, and, and allow God to begin to change your heart to become less selfish and more one that beats for God. But if you can say, how healthy is my heart? Look at the things you're doing. Are you passionate about God's kingdom? Are you passionate about what he's doing? If you're not there yet, here's how we could become heart healthy, right? You begin to, to, to give yourself into to service, right? You begin to obey. That's how God begins to change us. We stop living for myself and I start living for him. I start to surrender myself. That's a hard process. But the more that we do that, the more he begins to change my motivations, who I am. I go back into God's word and I say, I think this way on this subject and God's word says this way and I'm going to surrender my way in order to obey God, right? And I'm just going to trust him in that. Again, you are going to begin to gain a heart that God wants. And so that beat, that, that heart that beats for God is exactly what he wants to develop in us. Now, every person has a unique heartbeat. Remember that memory verse we did? That's a trick question because it's a memory verse, right? Hopefully you do. You guys are dead tonight. You're all like, I want to go watch the Broncos, right? Okay, we're, we're rolling, but it's important. All right? If you want to, uh, each person has their own heartbeat. Everybody has a different passion. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. See, God didn't want all of you to be passionate about the same things. Okay? I am passionate about loving my flock, right? That is like a big thing in my life, right? I'm motivated to care for you. That is, I have a pastoral heart. God gave that to me. I am passionate about this, right? And if anybody tries to damage my, my people or the church, I am like, I will stand up, right? I'm, like, I'm going to take on the devil and everybody else because I will protect our, I will protect you because I love you, right? That's a big passion. Now, if everybody in the church just had that, and we're all like, I love each other. We're going to protect each other. Who's going to go and reach the lost? Right? Who's going to help fix things when they break physically in the building? Because I tell you one thing, I am not passionate about, you know, building stuff. James will attest. He's like, amen, brother. Right? He's right there. We all have different passions for a reason. And God brought us all together. And it's okay. There's different kinds of service, but the same Lord. And so your service can be just as passionate for God and his kingdom as mine is. And it's just as important. But we've got to find your heartbeat. And, and so what we don't want to do, what I absolutely do not want to do, is help you get into ministry in the church in an area where you're just not passionate about. 
Because what's going to happen is you're just going to go through the motions and you're going to get run over and it's not going to be fun, right? Let's find out what you're passionate about and let's get you into that. And then it's fun because ministry when you're passionate about it is awesome, right? Has anybody ever experienced that? Some of it, yeah, it's great, isn't it? You're like, whoo, that's what we want. Everyone has a unique heart. And you have to realize that you are designed by God to be passionate about something. And you might think, I have no idea what I'm passionate about. Well, that's what we're going to do. We're going to help you figure that out, what it is. Because everybody has, was given a heart. Like there's nobody in the kingdom of God that, that, is, that is heartless. Right? God has designed you. He's purposefully made you. He has put great things in your heart for his kingdom. We've got to unlock those passions. So how do you do that? Well, it's, it's, not, it's not rocket science. This is what we're going to do. First thing you do is you ask God. I know it's just like the gifts, right? We're going to keep talking to God through this. Why? Because he built you. So he's going to know what your, your passions are. Talk to him. If you have no idea, or even if you think you might have an idea, it's a good idea just to double check. And say, God, reveal my heart to me. And it's not just what I'm passionate about. He can show you if your heart's healthy or not. That's what God does. That's kind of the work of the Holy Spirit. And he's really committed to this. And so talk to him about it and, and be open to how he reveals it to you. Say, God, I really want you to reveal my heart to me. And we had this, uh, there's a psalm that David wrote. He said, Lord, I want you to inspect my heart. See if it's right. And he goes in there and says, don't, now, now, I think that's okay because don't I hate the people that hate you and don't I, am I all about the things that you're about and love the things that your kingdom, right? But, and, and I want to be okay with you. But, but even, even with that, he looked at his life and he says, I think I'm okay. He still asked God. He said, God, check me. Talk to God. Spend time and ask him. And the second thing that you want to do, is, is, this is kind of a help thing. Oh, why did that not come up? But it's the next one is to take a spiritual EKG. Okay? That is a tool that we made for you. Do you know what an EKG is? I had no idea until a couple of years ago, last year, so one year ago. I was, my wife was in the hospital and I was sitting there and I was, uh, I was stressing out because sometimes I do. And I was sitting there and I was like all stressing out and I had um, this pain that went from here to my back and it felt like somebody stuck a, a pick through my shoulder. <laughs> And um, I didn't tell anybody because I didn't want to stress anybody out. So I went home and I was like, hmm. And it didn't go away. And so the next day it was there. And, and I was just kind of like, ah. So I went to work and all that. And then I went back to see my wife, uh, you know, and stuff. And, and she's so perceptive. And I was just, I wasn't even thinking about it. because kind of rubbing my chest. And she's like, does that hurt? And I said, yeah. It actually kind of does. It feels like something through it. And then a nurse heard me. And was like, right now! And they went and shaved my chest and they stuck these things on me and that's an EKG. And who would have known? It's supposed to t- my heart's perfectly healthy. I was just stressed. Who knows? But, uh, but they did this thing and they, it's like a little electro thing and it shows you exactly everything that's going on in your heart. Well, we have designed a similar tool for your spirit, right? Your, your, your spiritual heart. And it's a great thing. And it's a tool that is online at funchurch.com right now. If you go there, you click the Shape Series button. It's a tool. You can go on and it will record your stuff uh, right there. And it asks some good questions. There's also hard copies for all of you who do not like to, uh, to do computer stuff. 
hold on to those because at the end of the serv- at the end of the series we're going to put all those things together and discover your shape. But what this is first thing talk to God. Right? Pray, spend time with God first and ask him to direct you. And this what this is going to do it's going to ask you some pretty basic questions. It's going to be like uh, what did I do when I was in elementary school? The things that I loved and I excelled in, right? How about when I was in middle school? What were the things that I loved and excelled in? How about if you're, if you're a young adult uh, or you're older than that, as a young adult, what did I do then that, that I loved? And how about as, as an adult, what did I do? What did I love? And then you can begin to see like motivations in your heart. For example, when I was in elementary school, I was uh, on the... Uh, what do they call it, student council, student government, I was always in leadership position. I was always president because I liked that. And I liked the school plays. I was always liking the school plays. I was so fun, right? And all that. And I love sports. It was like, right? And so then in middle school, what would I, student government. I was in the school plays. I was on the sports teams. I love that stuff, right? And then what about in high school? Well, sure enough, I found out. I was like, dang, well, I was still student government. And I, I still liked the, I was still like the plays and the things. I was still, I was, I was, I was Still also in, in, in sports, and I loved those types of teamwork things. How about in college? Again! And I was like, I'm beginning to see a pattern. <laughs> I think I see what I'm passionate about, right? Well, this is a tool that helps you kind of ask those questions, you know, write them down, some ideas, and then look through the things, your answers, and see if you begin to see any patterns. And I began to see patterns of leadership, I stand to see patterns of, of fellowship. I like to be around people. Everything that I was engaged in always had other people around, didn't it? You think about sports teams that I was on? Teams. It's even in a word. How about theater? You're always around people because you don't just do like a big old monologue, right? Around people. How about student government? I would like people, right? I like people. Who knew? And so I began to see as I was passionate about some of these things. Well, it began to real, kind of reveal kind of the motivations of the direction in my heart. If, if you would put me into just a one-on-one type of ministry or a behind-the-scenes kind of ministry where I was all kind of alone and, and I would be, I would wither up and die. I would just find me in a corner, just like, right? Well, some of you might find that you had ministries where you were more behind the scenes and you had, you kind of liked serving with nobody else, that stealth kind of stuff and, and you liked that one-on-one interaction and, and all that kind of things. Maybe there are ways that you're going to find these are the ways that you are passionate so look for those things. Take the spiritual EKG. Do that this week. It's going to be a great thing. And, uh, and then really, let's uh, talk about then how do we kind of put all this together. Well, in your bulletins, there is that green connection card. And uh, this, is, this is a fun week because you get to find out your passion and what you're passionate about. Right? And I know this is not like the deepest Bible study that we've ever done, right? This is like as far as a sermon goes, pretty light. So that's why I wrote down the scripture verses on the board. I want you to spend some time with God and his word this week. I'm just giving you some direction. And, uh, and I want you to be able to begin putting feet onto this. Because sometimes we need to get the impression of God's word. And other times we just have to go and do something with it, right? This is a do something with it week. So, on the back side of the connection card, there are some, some uh, commitments I really would encourage you to make. And the first one is memorize 1 Corinthians uh, 12.5. Why? Because we did 1 Corinthians 12.4 before, and I bet you can't guess what we're going to memorize next week. But, you see, God's word kind of builds, right? And it gives us a good picture of how he works. And it's important for us to understand that because what happens for us in life is typically we look at our gifts or our passions and we think mine are better than yours or mine are l- not as good as yours. And it's not about that. It is this, there are different, there are different areas of service, but the same Lord, right? 
And so we need to make sure that it's okay. God's made me different than anybody else, and that's a good thing. I'm going to embrace that, but it doesn't make me better or worse than anybody else. Okay, so memorize that so God's word can protect you and guide you as this. Then I'm going to ask you to read 1 Peter. And here is why I want you to read 1 Peter. Okay, Peter was a guy that had, was passionate. Can we all agree with that? Right? Here is a man who, who lived passion, and you can see it in his writings. And there are certain things that he's passionate about, but he also encourages his people in First Peter to take their life, their life examples, and all the things that they've done, and to serve God passionately. And so with that lens, to be able to go through and to read First Peter this week, I think you'll find some great encouragement. Plus, it's an incredible book. Um, obviously, it was written by, you know, through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, so who can top that? Spend some time. And it's, plus, it's not very long, so really, uh, you know, uh, take time to think about what you're reading. It's good stuff. Also, I'm going to encourage you to this. This commitment you can make is take the spiritual EKG. I'm really strongly going to encourage you to do that. Why? Because together as a church, we really want to grow and find our shape for ministry. And as a pastor, I can find all the other things. If I know your spiritual gifts, I know your abilities, I know your personality, I can look at the experience you had in life, but I don't know what you're passionate about, it really is hard for me to put you in and help you find the area where God has designed you to serve. All right? Uh, if, if you are you know, really good with, with numbers and all that kind of stuff and you are passionate, just passionate about people, and I put you on like the finance team where you never really work with people, you're going to be miserable. But if I help you in that case, help you, I don't know, get a, like a, a class on finance or pair you up with somebody who you can help where you work with them, then you'll be so happy. Right? If I know what your passions are, it helps me shepherd you better and it helps us to work as a church in a better way. And I tell you what, a passionate church is a powerful church, right? As long as we're passionate about the things of God. So take that spiritual EKG. It's going to be a helpful tool for you. Save it. And then there's another one. Maybe if you're honest with yourself right now, you're thinking, what do I talk about? I'm a me monster. I'm like always talking about me. That's not good. Right? If you're honest, you're just, you know, introspect, you don't have to tell anybody. But if you're like, man, I am selfish. I got, I got issues. Okay? Here's the thing. You say, you know what? I'm going to choose to get heart healthy. Right? So after I got the, the EKG with the doctors and all that kind of stuff, I had to make changes in my life to how to handle stress. Right? I actually had to do something about it. I realized, luckily my heart was healthy, but I realized that I wasn't handling things in a good way. So I actually, the doctors said, you have to do these things. I had breathing exercises. I exercise I got to do, right? There's certain things that I actually had to do to make positive change. And, in, and so it is the same with our spirit. If our heart, if we look and we are selfish, self-centered, there's ugliness in there, you need to say, you know what? I'm going to make a commitment to have that change. And again, that commitment goes in. You maybe you want to meet with me one-on-one. We can talk about it, get you a plan, um, help you connect with God, help you get on that path to be healthy. But I, you need to make the commitment first. You say, you know what? It's not okay where I am and I don't want to stay here and I want God to help change me. And I tell you, when we do that, God can do some great things. So let me know if you have that one. And if you want to talk with me or whatever, you can just put a little note on there. Just say, uh, meet with the pastor. Actually, I think that's one of our, here it is. There's another one that says speaking with a pastor. You can just check that, and we'll get together, and we'll get you a plan. It's, it'll be good, and I'll be with you, uh, partnering with you all the way. If there's anything else, another commitment you need to make based upon what we talked about tonight, I want to know what God is prompting you to do, right? Because he's the lead pastor, really, of this church. And so if he's got something he wants you to do, obey him. Let me know so that I can support you in it. If you have a prayer request, this is what I would ask. Write it down. Why? 
because I will be praying for you. I love praying for you. It's just, it's so powerful, prayer is. And it's a way that I actively get to care for you. And you know what? If you want our prayer team or our pastors to pray with you as well, you can mark that down and you will know that uh, we will be joining you and covering you in prayer this week. That's just a way that we get to, to love you. So we're gonna take our, our offering here in just a minute. What I want you to do is write those things down and then uh, as the offering baskets are passed, just take this card, this connection card, drop it in the offering basket along with your tithes and gifts. And uh, again, and make this an offering of your spirit back to God. And it's so cool how God takes those investments and does great things. So uh, with that, um, let's, uh, let's pray for, for these and for our, uh, for our gifts. Sound good? All right, let's do it. Heavenly Father, we are grateful for you. We're grateful for the way that you bless us, the way that you love us, the way for you care for us. And Lord, we're going to pray for these commitments that we're making right now. I pray that you would help us as, as a church discover, one, the health of our hearts. Lord, are our passions right? When we are really honest with ourselves, I pray that you would reveal that to us. Are our hearts healthy? Is the heart of this church healthy? And Lord, if it is not, I pray that you would be graceful and merciful to us to reveal that truth to us. And so we wouldn't walk around thinking that we are uh, one thing, but Lord being another we don't want to be a church that has lost our first love so lord please show us really what's there test us reveal that to each one of us and i pray father for the leadership of this church reveal that in a great way just for the whole congregation help us to be heart healthy here father i pray also that you not only reveal the 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 health of of our hearts but father i pray that you would also show us really the motivations there what are our passions I pray that you would reveal that to each one of us in this church and let us know what it is, how you shaped us, how you made us for ministry. What did you make us passionate for? Reveal that to us. And Lord, I pray as, as we go before you and when we, we seek you and, and, and we listen to you, Father, I pray as we take that spiritual EKG that you would help us, guide us to, to see and to really see uh, ourselves the way that we really are. And Father, I pray in that that you would help us take one next step closer to really following and and better obedience to what you've called us to do. And Lord, I also pray uh, for the commitments that we make this week. Help us to keep them. Uh, Lord, uh, we want to be people who serve you and be obedient. May these things not be a burden but a joy. Father, I pray that you would help us to grow ever more in, in discipleship. In, in our obedience to you. Use this church. And so take these and in, as an investment in your kingdom. Do great things with them, we ask. Father, we also pray for our tithes and our gifts. Lord, it's an amazing thing that we, uh, <laughs> that we know that this life, well, we need you. And you always come through. So thank you for giving us the ability to invest in your kingdom. What an honor. I pray that these gifts, that we break the financial uh, gifts that we make today, would be just like the spiritual ones, Father, that they would be investments in your kingdom that you will use to bring uh, glory to your name. Here in Estes, and beyond. And all of this, Father, we ask that you would be honored. This we pray in Christ's name. Amen.